Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, Episode 177, Moving Day. Yes, sunset tomorrow. The best best black hats rage has uh, uh. I better bring him out of this Simon's drug was meant for humans I'm not sure he's taking this very well I'm adding the antidote to his milk now Hank take a drink here sip this mm-hmm. he's coming too So, like I said, it was an easy mark, and there's one less rage traitor on this planet. I'm sorry? One less what? Traitor. I was talking about my mission. Are you all right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Guess my mind wandered off on my mission. Well, your mission is strictly your business. You can tell me all about it once it's complete and you've been cleared. I appreciate the fact that you're not asking me questions about it. I've been doing this a long time. I wouldn't dare try to get anything out of you. That wouldn't be very professional now, would it? Are you gentlemen ready to order? Would you like your usual? I think I would. Whatever he's having, I'll have. He's getting extra sides with that. Would you like that too? Absolutely. I like extra sides, no matter what they are. All right, then. I'll be right back with your appetizers. Appetizers, eh? A little warm-up food before the main attraction. You'll love them. Batter-fried chicken wings. Chicken wings? You mean fried skin-covered bone? No, these are large, succulent, and meaty morsels. A dozen each. I'm glad you came by, Sam. It's an honor to eat with such a hero. I really wish I could tell you something about this operation, but I'm sure you know how it is. Oh, believe me, Hank, I do. I really do. You two go on. I'm going over the landing pad. I'll raid you if I see anything. All right, I'll do the same. Good luck with Hatchet, lady. Hatchet, lady? What does she mean by that? We can only gain access to the lab area from the shipping and receiving, Clark. She can be somewhat of a hard nut to crack.
you again? See you have a new courier with you. Yes, this is Bella. What sort of supplies do you have for us this time? No supplies. We're here on official business. What kind of business? IDF. I'm a licensed bounty hunter. It turns out that the doctor we visited a few days ago is wanted by the IDF for humanitarian crimes. A bounty hunter, huh? Well, what kind of humanitarian crimes did he commit? Unlawful experimentations and surgeries on unwilling patients, to include the young lady who was with me last time. Wait, are you saying he operated on Gabby? I'll explain later. And are you also a bounty hunter? No. I am quite familiar with someone who was a patient of the doctor. He's unaware what the doctor may do to him. I'm along to help look for clues he may have left behind for me. This is highly unusual. I'll need verification before I can let you in. Call the IDF liaison at this number. Tell him that Jaffrey the Bounty Hunter is working under the orders of the Controller. I'll do that. Wait here. What exactly did he do to her? Why hasn't anyone said anything? This really isn't the time or place. I think you're forgetting who you're talking to, Jaffra. I was Lord Zokar's closest confidant. I'm used to power and being in control. Well, you're neither one of those here, but I know you're going to persist, so here it is. Dr. D implanted a biometric circuit into her brain. He'd been trying to control her, but she has been resisting. So that's why she's been having so many headaches. Jim was able to sense her circuit activity. There was no problem with the mercury earlier. Jim took her to the safe room to address the issue. He was able to establish an interbiometric connection and disable the software Wi-Fi was using. She's back to her old self again. I see. And why is this a big secret? More on that later. Everything checks out. I've contacted security. You'll have free range in the lab facility. The door is open for you. Display these visitor passes at all times and return them to me when you finish. Uh, thank you. And uh, please notify security that Gabby is monitoring the landing pad area should the doctor return. So she's better? Thankfully, yes. And thank you for your assistance. Let's go. going? Just down this corridor and to the right. Back to Gabby. Why keep this a secret? I think you know how this works. Why did he do this? Did we fix it? Is she still under his control? It's best to keep this to yourself. Like I care about her. Do you care about saving Wi-Fi? Of course. That's my only reason for being here. Then if you want to find Wi-Fi, I suggest you don't cause discourse and infighting. I suppose. Here we go. Let's see what he left behind. It looks like most of this equipment belongs to the hospital. Well, unless he made special arrangements with the hospital, I doubt he'd leave anything important behind, but he did leave in a hurry. What's this thing? That's an incubator. Let's have a look inside. What in the cruel is that thing? It looks like stretched skin. You're close. I believe that's what's called a somatic matrix. Generally, it consists of smooth muscle tissue, most likely from the uterus of a mammal. It's embedded with stem cells and DNA, along with an electronic circuit. Once these cells multiply, they integrate with the electronic circuit. The biological neurons will actually make connections to mechanical circuits. 
This is what's in Barnes and Gabby's brain. If this is what he plans on putting into Lord Zokar, why did he leave it here? Well, I'm guessing that the specimen he had prepared for Wi-Fi went to Gabby when she and I came snooping around here. This one is meant for him. Then we're taking it. I think I'll leave it here. Why? Why leave it here for him to put it into Lord Zokar? Oh, I'm guessing that this is something that needs to be closely monitored. I'm sure he's made arrangements with someone here to periodically check on it. I don't want him to find out that it's missing. Well, at least there is some good news here. What's that? If the Matrix is here, that means Lord Zokar is still alive. That's true, and it also means he'll be back. I think we need to put as many agents as we can in Flushing Meadows. Even if the maximum number of arrivals is ten, they could scatter once they land. It's either that, or we stop the ability to egress, and then send them back. Only if we can trace their point of origin in time. If we just send them back, they could scatter and go to a backup plan. Maybe they'd take conventional transportation back to here. Hopefully we'll have time to devise a good plan. I don't think so. Sam was able to pinpoint their arrival time. Really? So, what are we looking at? Sunset tomorrow. Sunset? That's kind of off the wall. Sunset here or in Houston? This info came from Hank. Sam was able to use some sort of truth rug that MI6 provided. So best guess is that it's sunset Houston time. So an hour earlier for us, then? That's a best guess. We need to be ready for any time tomorrow. You know, we're spread kind of thin here if they breach the portal. You think we can get reinforcements? Yep, funny you should say that. Pierman was briefing me on the info provided by Hank in Houston. He went on to say that Holiday has cleared your sister and Lenora for field duty. Lenora? Are you serious? They think she's ready for field duty? Not on her own. She'll be under the wing of Agent Simon. He's had a lot of dealings with her in the past. Yeah, that was pretty apparent at our briefing with Pierman. What about Kate? Well, Lenora is going to Houston and... Kate is coming here? I knew it. I knew she didn't trust me out in the field. Ease up there, Agent Merritt. Kate had nothing to do with the assignment. This was Director Holiday's call. You just salute and carry on with the mission. Oh, I forgot you were a Space Marine commander. Well, I wasn't military, and if I don't like something, you're going to hear about it. Relax. Detective Jocko is right. We have to put mission first. Don't worry about Kate. You're my partner now. He's right. I'm the unit commander here, so Hawk will work under my direction. We need all the help we can get. Look, I love my sister. But she's my sister. If she starts bossing me around, I'm not going to stand by in silence. She will answer directly to me. This will be her first time back in the field since her injury. I'm sure she's happy just to get out into the field again. Believe me, I know she is. She's the reason I got this job. I'm just saying, sometimes we get on each other's nerves a little. So, when does she arrive? Shortly after 0800. And now that that's settled... Let's talk about tomorrow. There he is, the man of the hour. Thank you, thank you. I couldn't have done it without uh, everyone's help. Uh, Detective Garrett, I think they're talking about me. You? All you did was feed your face. I'm the one who sat in the car listening to you two eat for over two hours. <laughs> yes, I believe you're right. Captain Richards, I think you should consider Detective Garrett for an award for services above and beyond his call of duty. Here, here. I second that motion. All right, you guys. I see what you're doing. 
I must confess, it was a delightful lunch. You got us some very valuable intel, Sam. Great job. Well, thank you, Captain. I'm glad someone appreciated it. By the way, Tony, those pills worked great. He had no idea he was out of it. Yes, they are quite effective. So, in between appetizers, the main courses and the desserts, did you learn anything else? Well, yes. That chicken fingers aren't really fingers, and they taste great dipped in ranch dressing. He's hopeless. I was listening in between the chewing and the milk guzzling, and there wasn't much said. As I've told all of you before, it's considered impolite to talk during a feeding session. You mean feeding frenzy, don't you? Let me put it this way. If I'm using a fork, I wouldn't suggest reaching for any food that's within my reach. Noted. Do you have any explanation why he said sundown? I mean, sundown varies. Why not an exact time? You have to remember that we operate under a different time standard than you do here on 310. Times can be somewhat confusing, so we often use natural occurrences, like sunrise and sunset. But determining the exact time of, say, sunset, for example, can vary by minutes. Referencing a certain event gets us close. We can look up the exact time and go from there. I know it sounds redundant, but that's the way we do it. You certainly don't have any trouble determining when it's time to eat. Oh, our stomachs are much more accurate than your best watches. So what you're saying is that tomorrow at official sunset, we can expect a visit from Rage at the Southwestern Transfer Point. Well, that's what he said. So is it safe to say that the time of the official sunset on the East Coast, Queens will be visited by Rage? I can't be sure that this would be the case. If it were a simultaneous attack, then it would be an hour after sunset for Queens. It's also possible that they could be coming in on a separate day, since this is a technical attack. They may come and then assimilate into society and attack on a specific date. Hmm. I don't think that's something we've considered. We were assuming that upon their arrival, the attack would begin. That's true. But I don't think we need to change our approach. Once they hit our portal, we'll need to take them down. What about our friends in Queens? We have no idea when their group is coming. I'll call Detective Jacko and bring him up to speed on what we have. Since their STIP is not the deep space model, they could be receiving several visitors from all over the country. Well, let's hope all these invaders aren't Hongans or we'll be facing a food shortage. I don't think that's something you'll have to worry about. We Hongans are more like your ancient Spartans I read about. We're raised to be mercenaries, to fight and blow things up. Our sister planet, Latumus, is where you find the science guys. Hmm, Latumus. Does that mean something to you, Tony? Yes, it would make perfect sense that these hackers will be coming from Latumus. It's the closest system to Boulderbar. These people could infiltrate IDF headquarters and transfer here unnoticed. You mean like those guardsmen who worked at IDF headquarters? They turned out to be rage operatives. I remember Barnes talking about how they took over the armory and stole the mercury. Unfortunately, because of the time delay in communications, we can't contact Boulderbar and ask if there are any transfers to Earth's schedule. I'll have Pierman contact them anyway. Perhaps we could get some useful information in case these hackers evade capture. So 
So was the membrane for Wi-Fi all that you found? Yes, like I reported to you on the radio, everything else there looked like stock equipment from the hospital. It stands to reason he left the Matrix there. It has to be incubated and grow some before transplant. Well, I guess if anyone would know that, it would be you. What do you mean by that? What I mean is you have one in your head, so you should know. How did you... Jafra, you knew. Did that big mouth old man tell you? Relax, Gabby, of course I knew. Why do you think I directed Barnes to go with you? No one blames you for anything. Dr. D forced you through this mind-controlling device. I always knew you couldn't think for yourself. Why, you two-faced... That's enough, you two. I told you I'm not going to tolerate this bickering. Bella, your comments are uncalled for. Gabby went through a tremendous amount of suffering, and trust me, she could have caused us a lot more damage. Gabby, control your temper. This is all in the past now. Do you copy? I copy. But don't expect me to like it. Bella? Same here. Good. Barnes, do you copy? Barnes, go ahead. We searched the lab and found one of those matrix tissues you told me about. We're leaving it there. Someone has to be monitoring it for Dr. D, so we don't want to disturb it and possibly alert him. Yeah, good call. We need to have something in place to lure him back. Say, uh, how's Gabby? She's good. What have you found so far? Sounds good. Break, break for Captain Tan. We copied all that. We're working the center part of town now. We might have a lead on that crew member from Joe Mac's ship. Joe Mac, remember he might be a valuable asset. Don't worry, Jaffra. I'm not going to string him up from the rafters. Well, at least not until I get all the information out of him that I can. Don't worry. I'll make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. We found one of the participants from the street fight. He claims that Joe Mac's crew member was headed to a popular bar nearby. We're headed there now. Uh, just make sure we get something useful from him before Joe Mac gets to him. Hey, I won't do anything drastic. As long as he talks. Somehow I don't find that very comforting. Uh, Jaffa out. Oh, that sounds like street brawl too in the making. I'm not worried about it. Captain Tam can handle things. So where do we go from here? Can I tell her? We need to monitor this airfield, at least until we get information on the whereabouts of the Canberra. The hospital has an outbuilding they're not using anymore. We have permission to stay there. It has all the facilities we need, and the hospital has a cafeteria and a commissary. Well, this should be a ton of fun. Speak for yourself, Gabby. I can see right now that I'm not going to be able to leave you two alone. Bella, you and I will take the first watch. Gabby, you get some rest. With any luck, they'll be here soon. Do you believe that? Jaffra thinks I can't control my own temper. Gee, I wonder why. This is a place they said he'd be. Promise me you'll control your temper. Getting me ship back is all I'm concerned about right now. Don't worry about me.
Do you see him yet? I'm looking. Yeah, there he is. G'day, Marco. Captain, l- listen, I, I don't want no trouble. There's not going to be any trouble. We're just going to join you. If you want a drink, you, you have to order it from the bar. I, I'd be happy to buy you both around. Yeah, I bet you would. With that dirty money. I won this money fair and square in a bet on that fight. Yeah, with the seed money you got for selling me out. Joe Mac, that's enough. Listen, we're not here to settle any score. We need to find his ship. That doctor you let on board is wanted by the IDF, and so is the passenger he had with him. You, you mean the big scary guy, uh, Zoka? What do they want it for? The doctor has been performing illegal surgeries on unwilling victims. And Zokar is the leader of Rage. Rage? That was the leader of Rage? Oh, Cap, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I thought he was just a doctor on his way to the hospital on Cali. Well, at least until he threw us in the brig. <laughs> is that what tipped you off? Regardless of what happened, we need to find your old ship. We find it... And we find our two fugitives. I really don't know how I can help you. My guess is they'll want to eventually leave this planet. And they can do that without a minimum crew. Which means you are one of the others they kicked off the ship. And since you're the navigator and engineer, it'll most likely be you. So? So you'll gladly accept and make sure they don't leave the planet. Now how am I going to do that? You know everything there is to know about the Canberra. I'm sure you can find something that will make her unspaceworthy. At least until we can get her back. Well, easy for you to say, Captain. You're not the one putting your life in the hands of those two. Those two would set me adrift in that shuttle to freeze to death. <laughs> now, if you don't want to face worse than that, then you'll listen to our plan. You're not giving me much of a choice. He's giving you a better choice than what was given to him. Look at this man. Do you think he's not serious? No, no, no. I, I think he's quite serious. So what is it you want me to do? We put a dent in Dr. D's plan to do the surgery at the hospital. He knew eventually that he'd have to leave here. Did he talk to any of you about getting off this planet? Well, as a matter of fact, he did. He, he said he'd make it worth our while if we rejoined him aboard the Canberra after his job here was done. Yeah, after his job was done and I was dead. Easy, Joe Mac. Let's keep it about getting your ship back. Did he say how he'd contact you? He gave me this. I knew you were holding out on me. Looks like a small receiver. Yeah, he told me to think it over. When this thing starts buzzing, I'm supposed to come right back here. He said there'd be a vehicle waiting to pick me up along with any other crew member who wanted to go back. Have you heard from any of them? Yeah, well, we all agreed we'd steer clear of that nut job. They all threw their receivers away. But you kept yours. Yeah, you never know. These monetary units won't last forever. You do what we say, and you just might live long enough to spend the rest of it. Well, so far, not a sign of Joe Mac's ship. You know, Barnsey, we could go back to the Mercury and monitor the surveillance cameras. The Mercury can cover this whole area. Oh, it's all right. I need to get out and stretch my legs a little. Are you sure? I have all the comforts of home there. Yeah, I saw your new rec room. A big plasma TV, stereo system, a new pool table. <laughs> it's very much a man cave. Caves. 
I hate caves after spending a few days in that one on Galaza. Yeah, but it was because of that cave you found that huge stash of precious gems. Which the native Galazans were happy to give me for helping to get rid of rage there. Helping? <laughs> really? You spent the whole time hiding in that cave while Major Jocko's team and I stormed the mines and freed those enslaved workers and captured Lista. Yeah, and just think, if you hadn't let Wi-Fi escape, we wouldn't be here right now. Well, excuse me. But if we hadn't captured him, you wouldn't be on this very lucrative mission. <laughs> yeah. Ain't it funny how things work out? So what big things are you missing out on by being here? Yeah, my first case. It started off very mundane. Now it's turned into a national crisis. It all started when this woman walked into my office. She said, I need help. You know, Barnsey, I got about a dozen of your Earth movies that start out just like that. Usually it doesn't end well for someone. Not for tonight. Go ahead. Great. Does he know anything? The doctor left him with a small receiver. He's supposed to contact Marco when he's ready to leave Cali. Marco told us that he refused to help at first, but he's on board now. I see you still have the power to persuade people, Jafra. What's the plan? Well, you better tell Marco to get ready. It looks like the Canberra is about to land. Will Jaffa's plan to have Marco disable the Canberra work? Will the Houston and Queens teams be ready to apprehend the intruders? Or will they be able to make the slip and attack Earth? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Cat and Mouse. Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is on the air! Exclusively on Mutual, the Summerstock Playhouse is an annual celebration of old-time radio remakes by modern-day audio drama producers, each putting their own special spin on a classic program. Don't miss a single episode, Sundays in July and August, only on Mutual. Better living through audio.